When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. In this month of Ramadan, in which Muslims believe that God revealed the Quran as a guidance to mankind, what are we to make of the satanic verses? Uh, for an answer to that question, I turn to Professor Jonathan A.C. Brown's excellent little book, Muhammad, a very short introduction published by Oxford University Press. And he throws a great deal of light on this subject and on many other issues to do with the life of Muhammad. And he writes... The episode that has come to be known as the Satanic Verses deserves special treatment. Made infamous in Salman Rushdie's 1988 novel of the same title, the Satanic Verses refers to an incident in the life of the Prophet in which he supposedly announced verses of the Quran which affirmed polytheistic beliefs and then retracted them. In the year 615, during the darkest time of Quraysh oppression of the Muslims, God revealed the Quranic verse, Have you considered Alat, Al-Uzza and Al-Manat, the third, the other? That's Quran chapter 53 verse 19. Supposedly followed by the verse, These are the high-flying cranes whose intercession is to be sought. The Quraysh enemies of Muhammad were delighted by this because it acknowledged these three goddesses as noble beings to whom men could pray for intercession with the one great God, exactly the concession the, the Meccans had been demanding of Muhammad. According to this story, soon afterwards, Gabriel informed Muhammad that this last verse had not been revealed by God. Rather, Satan had fooled the prophet into thinking it was divine revelation. The verse was removed from the Quran and replaced by the verse that follows verse 5320 in the Quran we know today. Quote, These supposed goddesses are nothing but empty names you have invented, you and your forefathers, for which God has bestowed no warrant from on high. That's chapter 53:21. God then comforted Muhammad by revealing that we never sent a messenger or prophet before you without Satan intervening in his desires. But God abrogates what Satan interposes. Quran 22:52. The story of these satanic verses appears in the Sirah of Ibn Ishaq as well as most early works of Quranic commentary, or tafsir. Western historians have accepted it as true, 
based on the historical critical method principle that reports that seem to contradict orthodoxy must be true. Who would make them up? As Professor Watt notes, the, the satanic versus story is so strange that it must be true in its essentials. Indeed, the story seems to undermine central pillars of Muhammad's claim to prophecy, his status as an infallible channel of revelation and the complete reliability of the Quran. From a Muslim point of view, if Satan could interfere in the revelation of the holy book, how do we know that other verses were not also tampered with? From the point of view of a non-Muslim evaluating Muhammad's claims to prophethood, his error in the revelation makes him seem like a mere mortal who first politicked to earn Meccan support and then try to cover up a mistake. We must be careful, however, in relying too heavily on the principles of the historical critical method. Just because we think that a story makes an orthodox tradition look bad does not mean that the participants in that tradition viewed it in the same way. The great historian of the Prophet's campaigns, Al-Waqidi, who died in age 22, reports that when Muhammad sent Khalid bin al-Walid to destroy the idol of Uzzah, it came alive in the form of a naked black woman with long, wild hair. This also seems to contradict the orthodox vision of Islam. The Quran repeatedly states that idols cannot speak or defend themselves. See, for example, Quran 21:58. Yet in this report, we find one coming to life and charging its attacker. Should we believe this story is true just because it contradicts Islamic orthodoxy? We know this story is not historically reliable. Someone made it up. But why would Muslims invent a story which contradicted the Quran? We must consider the possibility that the early Muslims saw the story of the satanic verses, as well as, as, well as those of live idols, as totally consistent with their religion. Certainly, most Muslim scholars later rejected the story of the satanic verses as heresy. The Spanish Muslim scholar Qadi Iyad, died 1149, argued that the story could not have been true because none of the critics of Muhammad from the Quraysh ever took advantage of the episode to undermine his claims of prophecy. But other Muslim scholars accepted the satanic verses as fact. Like some, like Ibn Taymiyyah, who died in 1328, explain them by saying that the Prophet was still entirely trustworthy as a medium of revelation because God would have corrected him whenever the devil confused him. In the late antique world, in which God constantly intervened in the lives of his prophets, the satanic verses would not seem out of place. End quote. And I tend to agree with the view expressed by Ibn Taymiyyah, to be honest. Um, it doesn't cause me to doubt the credibility of Muhammad at all. And I think the reason is found in the verse that Jonathan Brown already mentioned, and I'll read it from um, Abdul Halim's translation, where uh, the Quran says, We have never sent any messenger or prophet before you, Muhammad, 
into whose wishes Satan did not insinuate something, but God removes what Satan insinuates and then God affirms his message. That's chapter 22, verse 52. And I think that's it, really. Uh, if, you, if you are Muslim, you presumably believe that God protected and preserved the integrity of the Quran and that even an attack from Satan was successfully defeated at the end. So the the uh, the credibility of the prophet uh, as as a prophet as a reliable transmitter of revelation in my view is unaffected by this story so as i say i agree with the view expressed by ibn taymiyyah but i'm not a scholar and that's just my impression as a, an, a, as someone who's just looking into this subject uh, afresh i hope you found that interesting till next time Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.